0: Thanks for listening to Muller She Wrote. The she in Muller She Wrote is no accident. Did you know we are 100% women-owned and operated? Every single person that helps make this podcast possible identifies as a woman. Our creative and web design, our engineer and producers, our editors and digital media manager, our agent, our ad execs, our merchandising manager, and even the postal service clerk that helps me with shipping and our PO box. All women and all LGBTQ plus allies. We will continue to employ and partner with women as our podcast grows, but we could use your help. Please support women in podcasting by visiting MullerSheWrote.com and become a patron today.
1: So to be clear, Mr. Trump has no financial relationships with any Russian oligarchs.
2: That's what he said. That's what I said. That's obviously what our position is. No, Mr. Green.
1: Communism is just a red herring. Like all members of the oldest profession, I'm a capitalist.
0: Hello, and welcome to Mueller She Wrote. I'm your anonymous host, A.G. With me, as always, is Julissa Johnson. Hello. And Jordan Coburn. Hello. What a crazy week. Yes. Uh, first, thank you to everyone who came out to the live show. We had such an amazing time. Um, our next public appearance will be... Next week, when we'll be walking around Comic-Con here in San Diego, and then in October at Politicon. So Ooh. many cons. So little time. <laughs> so many pros. <laughs> yeah, so that's going to be in LA on October 20th and 21st, I believe. So we hope to see some friendly faces. How are you guys?
4: I'm great. great. Feeling real energized from our live show. That was yeah. so fun. Insane. So fun.
0: Yeah. Those, the, our fans are the best fans ever. Yeah. Sorry, was, everyone else. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. It was amazing meeting them. <laughs> Favorite mm-hmm. part by far.
0: Yeah. That meet and greet afterwards was pretty, pretty great. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just to see like just to put faces and people with like uh, the people we see online all the time.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: we have a great show lined up. Jalisa is going to give us an update on Broidy, her boyfriend. <laughs> and uh, Jordan is going to bring us up to speed on the NRA and their role in the Russia probe. I'm going to be talking about Michael Cohen. But before we dive into the news, I have a correction from last week. Uh, I meant to say Murkowski, not McCaskill. <laughs> uh, I had just gotten off a 17-hour travel day of, uh, of an 80-hour work week, and I was delusional, and I apologize. I know it's not McCaskill. Sorry, McCaskill, if you got a bunch of calls. I'm glad you, <laughs> I'm glad you got to talk to some of your constituents. I'm sorry if they were uh, unusually angry with you, um, <laughs> since you're a Democrat and would not have voted for Trump's SCOTUS pick Anyway. Uh, But, you know, just in case, just, you know, shoring up the support there. Uh, Yeah, that was my call to action to get them to block the SCOTUS pick, (laughs) because it makes no sense that he can pick a judge that will likely be deciding whether or not he has to honor a Mueller subpoena. Anyway, sorry if you got those calls. I also wanted to give a shout out to Bust Magazine for doing a write up on us. Truly incredible women over there. Uh, We appreciate the support. So check out Bust Magazine at bust.com. They're uh, doing wonderful things for women in media. Yeah, that was an awesome article. It was. It was super super nice of them to to do that for us, and we really appreciate it. All right, you guys, we had some wins this week in the news, so uh, let's get into (laughs) it with just the facts. Okay, so there was a ton of news last week, and it started over the weekend, which is rude. Uh, It's supposed to wait until Monday so I can have some rest. But uh, last Saturday, a federal judge barred evidence-sharing with Putin's chef in the Mueller probe, saying there is, quote, ample cause that identifying sources in the probe could tip off Russian intelligence and other foreign services to ongoing investigations, and it could help Russia in their future efforts to interfere in our elections. Mueller filed a motion after Concord Management—that's the Russian entity— uh, requested pretty much every single counterintelligence operation documentation from the United States going back to 1945 in like 51 different categories. And one of the indicted Russians is Progozhin, and that's Putin's chef, right? He's also a sanctioned Russian oligarch, so... That's good news. He's the emerald Lagasse of it's Russia. It's something in the food. <laughs> bam. Makes so much sense. <laughs> how do you say "bam" in Russian? Oh, that's how you poison everyone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're the Polonium. Chef. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we also learned over the weekend that Mueller is looking uh, into pro-Brexit rich guys and their contacts with Trump campaign operatives, uh, and the Washington Post named Aaron Banks specifically, who met with a Russian Russian ambas- Russianer. <laughs> The Russia probe. He met with a Russian ambassador to London in August of 2016. A lot of shit went down in August of 2016. And a week later, he traveled to Mississippi to attend a fundraiser that Steve Bannon invited him to. This is the Aaron Banks guy. It's also reported that along with Aaron Banks, Mueller is looking into Nigel Farage. He's the leader of UKIP, which is the UK Independence Party. They're a prominent figure in the Brexit campaign. And uh, two witnesses have said they were asked about Farage's relationship to Trump associates when they were interviewed
4: by the Mueller probe. So... Hmm. Aaron Banks sound like someone that would be broke. Aaron Banks sounds like someone who would be broke? Tyra Banks is rich. Air in Banks. It's oh, not, get it? It's a little oh, wordplay oh, for you. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a little early for puns. Jordan. Oh, man. Air in
0: Banks. I get it. I see where you're going. Sorry. Like, I'll wait till we're deeper into the episode. <laughs> All right, let's just have a coffee break and then so, so, so. and then we'll discuss um, puns all right so also um michael flynn remember that guy oh yeah 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 he's got a hearing set for july 10th uh, after Mueller asked for another 60-day extension on his sentencing the judge said flynn needed to be there for it so we'll see how that hearing goes my guess is it will be the prosecution explaining that they still need flynn and they still want to be able to dangle that sentencing over him to solicit <laughs> his continued cooperation and i think the judge will probably agree but she did call i think it's yeah uh, for in a minute order that uh, there was going to be a hearing on the 10th and that Flynn needed to be present. So I mean, we'll see what happens.
4: Do you know what happens if they go there and then they decide to not grant that extension? Then they, would, they wouldn't just carry on with the sentencing right then, right? They'd reconvene or maybe...
0: Well, the, I think the sentencing is scheduled for... I'd have to look it up. I don't know. I, You know what? Honestly, I don't know. Yeah, I wonder. I don't know what happens. Uh, I, I doubt they would say, because this is just a hearing. It's not a sentencing hearing, but they would probably Got say it. you have to start preparing pre-sentencing now. Got it. Yeah, that's And then sense. there's probably a bunch of shit you have to go through to, to do the sentencing anyway. So yeah. uh, I'm sure that Mueller could legally buy more time somehow mm-hmm. by filing other motions in the pre-sentencing. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, appeal or situation or whatever, you know, I'm not a lawyer. People think I'm a lawyer. I'm sorry. I'm not.
4: Because <laughs> yeah, of AG. The yeah. Attorney General. <laughs> yeah. I know people think
0: I'm the AG. <laughs> no, no. Um, I can't tell you what it stands for, but it's not AG. <laughs> uh, we also learned that Broidy stopped making payments to Shira. Yeah. Shira. So she's the playboy playmate that Cohen negotiated a $1.6 million payoff uh, with for an abortion and a cover up hush money. Uh, I think he stopped. I think he stopped paying for her because he didn't do it. And uh, Trump was supposed to be giving Broidy the money to pay her off and just hasn't given it to him yet. That sounds like something Trump would do. Oh, totally. And I didn't read this anywhere. This is just what I think. I think uh, Trump was like, dude, take the fall for me. Take the fall. And he's like, "Okay, man, but you got to give me the money. And he's like, I will. Don't worry. I'm a man of my word. And then he just never gave him the money. So I think I think Brady stopped paying. Um, Put some beans on that if you want. That's just conjecture.
4: I wonder if they thought they could just slowly fade into the background if they stopped paying. (laughs) (laughs) Like
0: Homer in the shrubs. Because we never,
4: what? This was never a thing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, but at the end of the week, she ended up suing Broidy. And Jaleesa is going to go over that for us in detail later in the show. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. The the Senate Intel Committee uh, released some preliminary findings and determined in a nice, nice bipartisan decision that the intelligence community's report about Russian interference was correct. Um, They basically broke it down piece by piece and said, yep, we agree. And then here's the next part. Yep, we agree. So they determined that Russia did interfere in our elections. Uh, They determined that they did so on behalf of Donald Trump. And they determined that they did so to hurt and disenfranchise the Hillary campaign. They also confirmed the findings that the IC report did not say the Russians had no effect on the outcome of the election, as Trump claims. Remember when that report came out and he was like, oh, look the russian interference didn't have any effect on the election i'm totally validated yeah um, yeah they're like no we never said that and they're saying it again no they never said that
4: yeah he'd be the worst person to write spark notes books oh my goodness <laughs> You're totally it'd right. just be so wrong <laughs> <laughs> so did
0: basically you, <laughs> did you hear that part of his speech um this week when he when he had his rally uh uh-uh. uh he said this is the best thing he said I have broken more Elton John records. He seems to have a lot of records. And I, by the way, I don't have a musical instrument. I don't have a guitar or an organ. No organ. Elton has an (laughs) organ and lots of other people helping. No, we've broken a lot of records. We've broken virtually every record because, you know, look, I only need this space. They need much more room for basketball, for hockey, and all of the sports. They need a lot of room. We don't need it. We have people in that space. So we break all these records. Really, we do it without, like, the musical instruments. (laughs) This is the only musical, The Mouth. And hopefully the brain attached to the mouth, right? Oh, the brain, more important than the mouth, is the brain. The brain is much more important.
4: Oh, my God. <laughs> That's wish... our
0: president of the United
4: States
1: of America. I
0: wish we had that at the live show for the game of, you know, did, is this an actual Trump quote or not? Because Ew.
1: Yeah. Well, next round,
0: next time. Zach did a good job, though, reading, reading that real Trump.
4: Nobody yeah. got it right. I yeah. know. Yeah. The predictive text. Yeah. We should yeah. get
1: together and do something for the law. <laughs> That's a thing.
4: Yeah, it's a thing. We
0: should do a thing for the law.
4: <laughs> he just chooses to emphasize the weirdest things, like, he had an organ. An organ. Yeah. And why, yeah. why Why that? The mouth. The yeah. mouth attached to the brain. <laughs> it's very important. What brain. It's
0: attached to the brain.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't even know where to begin with that anatomy.
0: Like, I'm just gonna... Yeah. Technically, the mouth is attached to the brain. True. Yeah, he
4: did get that right. Yeah. So
0: there is that. I mean, there's no mouth nerve, like an optic nerve or anything. Right, right. It's there. (laughs) I'm sure it's somehow attached. Yeah, yeah. Um, because when I, you know, when I my brain thinks words that come out of my mouth, yeah, they they must be attached somehow. (laughs) Fun fact: that's
4: called the Wernicke's area. Oh, Oh, it is.
0: Yeah. I, I I knew that and forgot. Yeah, good job. Thank, Thank you, nice.
4: Warnicky. That was back before I smoked pot when I learned that fact.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you retained it, so good job. Nice. <laughs> we'll have to tweet Trump. Hey, that mouth brand connection—it's Warnicky's area. You're yeah. welcome.
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: Is this what our reviewer on iTunes meant about us being toddlers? Yeah. Okay. Maybe they must. Oh well.
4: Yeah, we got a reviewer that said that we're toddlers, and um, his name is Kevin. Loves Uranus. <laughs> yeah. A glass house, buddy. I'm, I'm betting he's a troll.
0: He's got to be, right? That's pot in the fucking anus, dude. <laughs> with pot, calling the anus black, right there. <laughs> <laughs> don't even go there. That's great. Anus. All right. So um, I'm. I like a good Uranus pun as much as the next person. But then don't call me a toddler. Anyway. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so remember last week? You guys remember last week when I uh, we reported that journalists were stocking out, like staking out Mueller's office, mm-hmm. and uh, they saw Rosenstein go in with another DOJ official. And then when they asked him after they came out, they said, oh, we come here every other week and we've been doing it for a while, even though no one had ever seen them go in there on a regular basis. Right. Well, that other DOJ official that was with Rosenstein was the ADAG, the uh, Associate Deputy Mm -hmm. Attorney General Schools. And he resigned this week and nobody knows why. Right. But he's the guy who went into the office with Rosenstein. Oh. Into Mueller's office.
4: Hmm. Related to his resignation, perhaps?
0: I don't know. But I, I think it has something to maybe to do with the New York field office leak investigation. Um, but hopefully we'll find out. Um, but he left. I know Strzok was removed from the FBI building. I'm going to talk about Strzok a little bit later because he's going to be testifying in an open hearing this week. That he, he testified behind closed doors for 11 hours um, last week. And mm-hmm. the Republicans are refusing to release that transcript. <laughs>
4: amazing yeah I know they're like it's so reasonable we can't let people read this <laughs>
0: <laughs> like hmm that's really weird that you hate him and you want to show everybody what a biased son of a bitch he is but you yeah. won't release the transcripts of his interview hmm I, I was kind of hoping that there was somebody in the judiciary maybe Swalwell or something that would just re- release him unilaterally the way Feinstein did oh my gosh yeah that'd be great yeah come on Swalls um also uh, this week another win for us Jim Jordan is fucked Uh, This week, five people, and now I think there's a sixth, have come forward and said that Jim Jordan knew about sexual abuse allegations on his watch as an assistant coach at Ohio State University for the wrestling department, and he failed to report it. Uh, Interestingly, I got to have a conversation with At Thunder this week. That's Scott Dworkin. Here is an excerpt of that conversation. Hello, today we're joined by the co-founder of the Dumb Coalition and a contributor to MSNBC that helped uncover the Trump-Russia scandal. Please welcome the host of the Dworkin Report podcast, Scott Dworkin. How are you today, Scott?
3: Doing great. How about yourself?
0: I'm doing really well. Thank you very much for asking. I had a great uh, holiday week.
3: Yeah, it's uh, it was really nice that uh, Pruitt resigned, especially.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was a very nice bonus. We had a couple of wins this week. Um, I wanted to ask you today about what is going on with uh, Rep. Jim Jordan. We know that uh, we here, at least on this podcast, we played some of the clips from um, the public interview with the House Judiciary Committee where Jim Jordan pretty much got his ass handed to him by uh, Deputy Attorney General Rosenstein, which was fun to watch. But apparently he's in a little bit of hot water. I was hoping you could tell us about that.
3: Yeah, um, so I can tell you first, uh, we did announce it already, but um, we moved the date of it. uh, Just as an FYI, we're filing an ethics complaint. We can file ethics complaints on things that members of Congress did before they were in Congress that were unethical. So we are going to highlight that in a legal filing on Monday. Um, But what happened was, is uh, allegedly right now there's five credible uh, people who were, Uh, sexually abused at Ohio State while representative Jim Jordan was a coach there. And all of them say, you know, he knew about it and did nothing. Um, it it looks like there's going to be another 10 to 15 guys that come forward and say the same thing. Uh, So I, I don't see how he survives this. Now what's even crazier is he spent the time. Now he he started to change his story. He said that, Oh, well that was talk in a locker room. There were no people who really came up with me. So he's starting to break from that. He even last night said that, uh, you know, he tried to link it to the dossier and it just was, you know, it's like, Oh, the same law firm that represents some of these people. It's one of the bigger law firms in the world. Uh, you know, is is attacking me, and they were involved with the dossier. And I, yeah, just,
0: I saw that. That was the Fox News report where he was talking about Perkins Coie.
3: Right, right. It's just like, okay, well, that's that's not gonna hold any water. But they're they're trying their best to do everything they can, you know. And then they have a bunch of Trump cronies trying to defend him. But the bottom line here is, uh, it, th- there does seem to be good cause for him to no longer be in Congress. Besides everything else he's he's done, you know, uh, in his lifetime. Um, but he, it it really is, I I think that he, I think that he knew and I think that he's caught and I think that he's going to have to resign within the next week.
0: Okay. Oh, next week you're, you're predicting within a week.
3: I I would say that based on, I mean, we have a big campaign for the Supreme court coming up, but we are going to have a very focused campaign in the next 48 hours on his resignation and bringing that to light and making sure that uh, speaker Ryan either calls for it or, um, you know, on, on top of an ethics investigation. And I really don't think that they're going to want him to keep, you know, stay around longer.
0: Yeah, I can't uh, imagine it would be good for uh, their chances in November. Not that really anything they do is. But right. uh, <laughs> I think they probably want to want to, you know, can this before it gets too close to the election.
3: Right. Right. And I think they, I think they will. I think they will. I think what, this is one of the worst. uh you know, sexually, sexual abuse related cases that we've seen a member of Congress embroiled in before.
0: Yeah. And specifically because he's, I believe as an assistant coach, there a mandated reporter. Um, so regardless if it's quote unquote locker room talk, uh, he was required by law, I'm pretty sure to report that.
3: Yes, that's correct. Yes. And, And he, uh, he did not. And he, you know, basically acknowledge that by saying locker room talk. He's, he's acknowledging the fact that he knew and that's enough for for me. I mean, I you know, again, this is this is not there's a lot of guys that and I've spoken to some off the record, but there's a lot of guys that, that were wrestlers that um, their, their lives were ruined from that instance. And, you know, they they begged for help. It was not as simple as, you know, somebody just coming up to him. But we're talking about groups of young men coming up to Jordan and asking him uh, to help them. And he, he just refused. He, he It was more along the lines of like, well, let's see how we can, you know, fix this internally and that sort of stuff. So the same old jargon that we hear from other universities, sort of like Paterno and, and others. And, and, you know, he should serve the same faith.
0: Yeah, they do that in the military, too, um, which is something I personally experience. They just like to kind of brush it under the rug so they don't get a black eye on on the organization.
3: Right. Right. Exactly. And, I, you know, I think that this links back to one bigger picture is that the people that, you know, the, all of the people that are accusing Bowler, you know, of, of things, the Patriot, uh, turn out to be these criminals and no one should be surprised. You know, what I mean, this is who they are.
0: Yeah, no, I don't think it, it's a surprise for anyone. Uh, it shouldn't be a surprise for anyone when someone who's accused of something or someone who's trying to cover something up goes after the prosecution. I mean, that's pretty typical.
3: Right, right. No, it's just it's it's just an unfortunate incident. I, I really hope that, uh, you know, he comes to his senses and realizes that uh, it makes you know, Congress looked bad uh, entirely, even if he's innocent of everything. It's too much of a distraction uh, for, for him to be in Congress under this kind of probe. And uh, it, it really is a, a liability on everybody in Congress and in the United States of America. It makes, you know, America look bad as well. And it's not just, you know, if it were a simple, even if it were just one, that's enough. You know what I mean? Like it, it's, it, and these are credible witnesses four of them with their names attached to it, you know what I mean? And so it's not it's not as simple as, like, oh, one guy made this claim. It's five guys and counting, and it's just going to expand from there. It's just going to get worse. So they can stick it out, but we're just going to get louder about, you know, calling for his resignation.
0: Yeah, it is definitely um – not a workable or tenable situation for him. Uh you're right, even if he is 100% innocent, which it doesn't seem so at this time, but of course, I'll give him his day in court. But uh the Democrats learned that with the Al Franken situation. So, you know, we that's the the correct and proper way to go about the, these kind of things when they when they pop up.
3: Right. And, and you know, if there's a defense and it's very clear at the beginning and it needs to be played out, that's one thing, but if there's you know, witness after witness that starts the slow drip of, uh, you know, basically linking someone to sex abuse scandal, you know, they should focus on that and only that and focus on the defense and they should not be representing the United States of America at that point.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, this administration seems to be very sympathetic to abusers, uh, misogynists, uh, sexual assaulters and rapists, uh, as shown time and time again with the staff that they surround themselves with and hire and protect
3: right no and they they uh you know they had that one guy i can't even remember his name now uh but porter rob porter uh you know he beat both of his ex-wives he uh was dating hope hicks at the at the time and they actually covered that up and hid that and refused to not hire him because of that
0: yeah. And, and now we've they, got now we've got well, then we have Roy Moore and now we've got this guy Shine who they're bringing on. He and he was uh, drummed out of Fox for his sexual abuse allegations.
3: Right. And then Oklahoma, their their chair there got uh, arrested and convicted of uh, pedophilia. That's right. And,
0: <clears throat> the head of the Republican Party in Oklahoma. Right.
3: Mm -hmm. That's correct. And there was another guy that just resigned, a state rep in Ohio, I I believe, but a senior guy in the Republican Party there that also resigned uh, amid uh, sexual abuse allegations as well.
0: Yeah, it's kind of tough to parade around as the party of morality when you're locking up children and, you know, your sexual offenders, (laughs) your sexual predators.
3: Right now, I think, you know, I think Trump is okay with it because if he keeps these folks around, they don't focus on the fact that he's a serial sexual predator. That's, you know, again, credibly accused by 21 women and counting of, uh, you know, rape, sexual assault, uh, uh, groping, you know, unwanted touching and and things like that, uh, propositions and payoffs and. You know, I, I mean, the the thing that you and I both know um, and that most Americans probably can assume is that this is all going to get worse. As you see the, the scandals coming out of the White House and as you see everything starting to build right now, um, the, the these scandals are just the tip of, you know, many icebergs and it's just going to get it's just going to get worse. And we see it, you know, in, th- in this disorganization that they have of the White House, you can see the example of this morning of, you know, North Korea saying they're trying to make us get rid of our nukes unilaterally. And it's like all of a sudden they painted us as the, the villain and they did it very well. And they made Pompeo look like a, a, a you know, a joke. And they're doing the same thing in Russia. Eight, you know, You know, we had eight Republicans over there on July 4th. Like you don't think that was obviously intentional in regards to the Kremlin and Putin didn't even meet with them. Kim Jong Un didn't even meet with Pompeo. I mean, it's starting to add up as okay, this is a really great propaganda campaign against the United States.
0: Yeah, well, I think, and I think you probably agree that I think Trump was played from the beginning. Um, oh. oh, yeah. In both of those situations, both North Korea and Russia, I think the Russia con is a long con, uh, a little more, a little longer of a con than, than Kim Jong Un, but. Yeah, he he seems to certainly have gotten played on that one.
3: Yeah, I think the North Korea thing is completely linked to Putin. I think that those are two of his oligarchs that got together, you know, to Trump Trump and uh, Kim Jong-un. Uh, because, you know, Un, Un wouldn't have uh, survived a lot of this if he didn't get oil from Russia shipped over, you know, around sanctions from the UN. And, uh, you know, Russia's <coughs> most, biggest supporter— um, and it's same thing for Iran and Syria. And so it's kind of like this axis of evil that Trump's involved with um, in our World War Three, which started online. So it's 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 just going to get crazier from here. Um, but I think that the, the tolerance of the American people, they're getting sick of this, especially, you know, coming w- with elections coming up so soon. Uh, I don't think that people are going to forget what's happening right now.
0: Well, thank you so much for joining us, you guys. We've been talking to Scott Dworkin. Check out the Dworkin Report podcast. It's amazing. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts. He's the co-founder of the Dem Coalition, and you heard it here first. He's filing an ethics um, complaint against um, Jim Jordan. So thank you very much for your time. We really appreciated it, and uh, have a great rest of your week.
3: Cheers. Thanks so much. I'm a big fan of the show.
0: Thanks so much. All right, you guys, please check out his podcast, The Dworkin Report, wherever you get your pods. That's, he's just such a cool guy for coming on and giving us that little exclusive piece of information um, about him filing the, the ethics uh, violation oh, yes. complaint. Yeah, yeah that's, so that's great. I'm, I'm, I'm so happy that he could join us anyway.
4: Yeah, that's awesome.
0: Um, Wednesday, we had a civil war. Um, mm-hmm. We would like to <laughs> thank everyone for participating. Thanks for I your think, service. <laughs> I think it went very well. Um, the South lost again. I, it's just you know they're <laughs> zero and two now, um, so they have to go home because it's a best of two or three round robin. So now they actually have to leave. it's, yeah. just, it's best two out of three. It's only fair. Yeah, I,
4: I wonder mean. if Alex Jones actually had to pretend like he was worried or if he just got to kick back and enjoy his 4th of July. He, I'm sure he got to kick back. and I think he said and
0: uh, there are people who are on the left that are friends with him and I can't remember specifically who. Joe Rogan. Joe is. Rogan. That's right. He counts as left. I don't know. Uh, he's probably not. But yeah, yeah he, he was saying that uh, he's completely just acting. He's just an actor and he's, he's, he's just playing a character and he doesn't believe any of the shit he says. Ugh, but he's God. making millions of dollars off people buying his fake supplements and stuff. It, it's just it's hilarious and i loved when um, john oliver punked him for it is this joe rogan we're talking about we're uh, talking Al- about
1: alex, alex jones, jones. Oh, okay i was like i don't know if joe does supplements
0: <laughs> it oh, sounded he, like him yeah <laughs> that would
4: be something he'd do it would
0: it would although his might actually work um, yeah, yeah yeah good point i see now <laughs> uh we learned thursday that Mueller has tapped prosecutors from the department of justice to help with the ballooning number of legal battles it appears that he and his team of 17 prosecutors the og 17 uh, are coping with a higher than expected volume of work because the, <laughs> the, the investigation just keeps ballooning, expanding, right? And there's no way that he's going to be able to ask for any funds from Congress uh, to hire more lawyers, right? They're never going to say yes. So he's borrowing them from the government. Good on you. Next time you're arguing with a Trump supporter online, thank them for paying Mueller's team salaries <laughs> and then ghost them. It's super fun.
1: Oh, man. They're not going to like mm-hmm. that.
0: I also like to thank them for paying for um, transgender confirmation surgery for our, our active duty soldiers, oh. uh, men and women in the military. So thank you for, for paying for those with your, with your tax dollars. We appreciate it. <laughs> they get really mad. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I bet. And then I say, well, you know, my taxes go to a bunch of shit I don't want to pay for. So yeah. Suck it. Pretty sure Viagra, right?
4: Am Any, I wrong? Oh, right. That's right. Yeah, they provide. There, there was like government funding for. Yeah, like, government at funding at for for, in, for yeah Viagra. Yeah, for, well, that's
0: important though because a lot of the soldiers come back uh, with combat PTS and they have erectile dysfunction because of depression. Yes, oh. secondarily caused by depression. Yes, uh, but yes, we do pay like ten times more for Viagra. Um, than it costs to do uh, gender confirmation surgery. Right. Yeah. That's
4: what yeah, that's what um wow. that's what I was gonna the say. That it's like so much more money is spent on the Viagra than like
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah
4: women's and oh trans.
0: yeah, I'm happy to pay for dick pills for our, for our <laughs> service members as long as we can pay for everything exactly. that everybody needs for their health. That's awesome. Exactly. Yeah. That's all I'm saying, and yeah. I, that's all Mattis thinks too. I think Mattis and the Joint Chiefs are on board with that. I think it's yeah, just yeah. Trump that's being no one under. wants to take the dick pills away. No, you
1: just want We
4: all benefit from dick pills. <laughs> yeah, it's a better
0: world. <laughs> Most of us, yeah. <laughs> uh, then Thursday, <laughs> we all benefit from dick pills. It doesn't matter where are you. I'm kidding. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Thursday Cohen hired a guy named Lanny Davis he's a former Clinton White House lawyer Uh, and he's also a guy who believes as we do that the FBI field office in New York along with Giuliani Prince and DeGeneva pretty much blackmailed Comey into reopening the Clinton email investigation possibly handing the election to Trump right so I know that a lot of you want to blame Comey but you're going to start wanting to blame the New York field office FBI agents for that because they're the ones they're the catalysts for that Mm -hmm. and they're Trump supporters Um, There was also news out this week that Brian Benchkowski uh, is being nominated to lead the Department of Justice Criminal Division. And we reported on this nomination in episode 11. You guys, that was like the second or third week in January. And uh, well, the confirmation vote is coming up this week. And I'm pretty sure he'll get confirmed despite having represented Russia's Alpha Bank, which is the initial server that was communicating with the Trump uh, campaign. Mm -hmm.
1: Yep. Because nothing matters anymore.
0: And Alpha Bank was named in the dossier, and they are under criminal investigation. Um, Senator Dick Durbin tweeted that he thinks this confirmation could be pivotal in the Russia investigation. So we'll see how it goes. Hmm. Um, I think that the SCOTUS pick and this could both really kind of Make it difficult. Yeah, yeah. Make Mueller's life a little harder.
1: I do feel like every week something pivotal happens. It must (laughs) suck to be Mueller. Oh, (laughs) God. Pivoting all over the place.
0: I think he's ready for it. I really do. Yeah. I I don't know if he was ready for... well you know what with the with the kennedy resignation he might have known all that way ahead of time because he's (laughs) been investigating kennedy's son probably in the deutsche bank yeah um, a billion dollar loan to trump yeah so he probably knew all along that either kennedy was going to have to resign or recuse himself and there are people who spec who are speculating he resigned so he wouldn't have to recuse himself uh, and leave a a split court to decide his son's fate yeah makes sense (laughs) um i don't know We'll we'll see how it all shakes out. Um, Yeah, I don't
4: like it. And it seems like it's sort of undermining justice. (laughs) I don't like it. You know, I don't don't like it. I don't like it. (laughs) Yeah, it's like you should just recuse yourself then and and not not play fucking games. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, just recuse. Um, And honestly, I think that if he if he picks this other Supreme Court justice and they have to decide whether or not he has to comply with a subpoena, that person will probably have to recuse themselves anyway. Oh, Mm -hmm. good point. I don't know. Maybe beans sorry it's been abbreviated and shortened beans uh then friday um oh no wait we got this is good, this is so cool we got another big win this week the u.s attorney in dc dismissed all the remaining mass arrest cases from inauguration day protests hey uh they'd been a- unable to secure any convictions so they dismissed the re- the remaining 38 cases that I were know on the know they docket. were still hey. going well, wow neither. that's how long shit takes man Damn. yeah
4: but yeah i was just agreeing <laughs> everyone was good like, yeah. everyone fell silent <laughs> sorry uh, oh, I was uh, then
0: friday manafort filed for a venue change from alexandria to roanoke in one of the many cases he's being uh, a <laughs> mm. well, one of two half of his cases he filed for a venue change because he says alexandria is too liberal um this is the ellis case remember judge ellis um, right. And I wouldn't be surprised if Ellis, he could grant him the change of venue, but I, I, I don't think so. Um, but either way, I don't think it's going to make that much of a difference. It was like when he, he would have to prove that he is egregiously hurt by the bias in that area in order to move. Right. So, for example, when the Oklahoma City bom- bomber was being tried, they they moved it, they asked for a, a change of venue from Oklahoma City. Right. And they were like, okay, yeah, fair. You just bombed the shit out of that city. You're probably not going to get a fair trial there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they moved it to Denver. He was still going to go down. The right. evidence against him is, is insane. So but in if that he, case, yeah. If he does get the change of venue, I still I wouldn't worry at all. Yeah. Um, because first of all, he doesn't understand how juries, building juries works. I was just going to say, you don't that's pick not it based his on,
4: job to like...
0: But you also don't pick them based on the voting districts. They're pissed. They're pissed. They're pissed based <laughs> on... Uh, judicial districts, right? And so people are brought into Alexandria from surrounding counties, which are pretty rural. So I mean, I don't. He's dumb. Yeah, yeah.
4: yeah and it's also like he's uh, essentially asking if he can rule out fifty percent of the country <laughs> as a geographical <laughs> location. <laughs> I think <bet laughs> they would.
0: They would all love that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But I guess Alexandria went for Hillary for like seventy to thirty, and then Roanoke, where he wants to go, went for Trump like sixty-eight to thirty-two or something like
4: that. Right. But but yeah, that's the process of picking a jury to make one that like they got it manafort Mm -hmm. and it's
0: not like the news because he's pissed about the news the media leaks about his case and it's like it's not like it just leaked to alexandria the whole country got a hold of that information dude yeah i don't know where you're gonna go right uh and it's not detrimental to your case anyway so i i don't think ellis will grant him that um yeah i trust him We'll see. Yeah, he's a little over the top, but he's he's come down on the right side already on several other issues. Nice. Uh, something that did come out, though, is they will be accusing Manafort of squid pro-crow when he accepted a $16 million loan from Cock. Remember Cock? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. In exchange for a White House job. How could I forget? That's bank fraud, guys. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hell, yeah. And uh, probably conspiracy or something. I don't know. But that is part of that case. Uh, they did make they did make uh, mention that we aren't doing any Russian collusion crimes in this case which is hilarious because that seems to me like oh, we're, we'll get there mm-hmm. just not today right yeah that's like why would you say that <laughs> oh we're not going to do the murder charges here yeah there's murder charges no yeah. not here
4: <laughs> not here nothing to see here don't look over here. yeah i, I want i mean the implications for some of the things he's going to get charged with absolutely have ties to russia so maybe just saying we're going to stop there yeah yeah that's a good point uh, here's the Peter Strzok story I was telling you about. He
0: testified behind closed doors for 11 hours uh, last week. Um, Republicans don't want those transcripts released. Wonder why? But he will be testifying uh, publicly this Thursday at 10 a.m. before the Oversight and Judiciary Committees. That means Jim Jordan will be there. And I think any question Jim Jordan asks should just be met with, "Why do you let a guy fondle kids?" Just oh. every time. Really? Why do you keep redacting information? Why do you let a guy touch a kid's dick in front of me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Nothing can top that. Oh, podcasts are playing piano. (laughs) Last week they played the A train somehow perfectly.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: And I don't know. I don't know. Got to catch them at the right time. Yeah. Yeah. I I heard if you put a bunch of monkeys in a room with typewriters, eventually they'll type Shakespeare. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or a Kanye album. I don't know. It depends on which meme you're I want at. to point out that, that Julissa said that. That was
4: Julissa. <clears throat> That's fair.
0: That's fair. Mm-mm. Okay. Okay. No yes. emails. They know my voice. <laughs> Still, but in case you're just tuning in.
4: Don't need a Roseanne situation here.
0: There you go. Yeah. Definitely don't. But that was pretty hilarious. Uh, I'm not even going to laugh at that because I am not allowed to do that. Aww. Um, Aww. But I, it's not personal. Um, right, it's right. just emails um yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway you guys uh, that's the news this week so we'll be right back
1: hi i'm kelly and i'm sophie we're,
0: we're two broads talking
1: politics. politics we're two midwestern moms who love politics we've always been democrats but we got more politically active after the 2016 debacle.
0: On our episodes, we talk to activists and candidates and authors and directors of nonprofits
1: to help us all figure out where do we go from here.
0: Check us out at Two Broads Talking or
1: anywhere podcasts are found.
0: All right, welcome back. Awesome. Hot Notes. Baby
5: welcome back
0: today uh jordan is going to give us some good news on the nra story we've been following for a while now right Uh, since january since wyden started writing those letters i think yep Uh, but first jaleesa what is your boy Brody up to these days?
1: Oh, yeah. So um, I read this article from The Hill called GOP Mega Donor Will Stop Hush Money Payments to Mistress by Justin Wise. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> the GOP Mega Donor that he's talking about is my boyfriend, of course, Elliot Brody. And uh, I guess that means he cheated on me. But in his <laughs> defense, he never agreed to date me. So... <laughs> As many of us know, Brody is a top <laughs> GOP fundraiser who made payments to an ex-mistress who signed a hush money agreement that was created by Michael Cohen. And Brody also recently stepped down from his position as finance chairman at the RNC amidst rumors of this payment. We all know that. But on Sunday, it was revealed by the Wall Street Journal that the model's name is, is it Shira Bashard? I call her Shira just because okay. I, I like Shira yeah. in the 80s. Um... I heard the young Turks call her Shira, but you know, Shera Shara. But Sharona. Yeah, Sharona. We can all agree. Um, we know who we're talking about. Yep. So uh Shira agreed to take one point six million dollars to keep quiet about the fact that she became pregnant during um she and Brody's alleged affair, which lasted Trump. more than it <laughs> I love it. I want the drinking game to continue. I just I only have <laughs> juice with me right now. <laughs> Probably best. It's like
0: 11 a.m. If so, you're wondering what that's about during our live show, we, we set up a rule that if anybody said Trump, you had to drink and yes, the yes. audience would call us out on it. So if you're listening to that live episode and you just hear all of a sudden somebody with the whole audience goes, Drink <laughs> that's that's why. That yes. Go
1: sound. listen to the live episode. Uh, so he was prepared, uh, Brody, to make payments in eight different installments starting in 2017 and these payments stopped last week. So Brody has reportedly not paid the third installment of $200,000 because of an alleged breach of the nondisclosure agreement. So Brody's lawyer, Chris Clark, told the Wall Street Journal that Bouchard's lawyer, Keith Davidson, improperly discussed the details of the arrangement with Michael Evanati. <laughs> he just makes his way into everything. I love it, though. I love it. So Brody's lawyer said, quote, Elliot specifically was paying for confidentiality that would shield his family from the embarrassing mistake he made. We can prove there was an intentional breach that renders the contract null and void, End quote. So a spokesperson for Bouchard's lawyer denied the allegations and Avenatti said that he would neither confirm nor deny, <laughs> quote, what information I have about this, whether it's all been disclosed yet, or whether I learned it, but I would encourage Miss Bouchard to disclose everything she knows about the situation to the public. End quote. So yeah, that's the update on that. Brody uh, is, you know, probably I don't know about flipping, but he's definitely not interested in taking the fall. It seems anymore, and that could be interesting.
0: Yeah, I mean, and, I mean, the other option is is that he did it and. Keith Davidson effed it up and talked to Avenatti and broke the non-disclosure agreement, which is what he's paying $1.6 million for. Right.
1: Just for mentioning it at all, even
0: if it is the truth.
1: You're right. It could go a lot of different ways. But But the odds that
0: he slept with a Playboy Playmate... (laughs) <laughs> um, are pretty low the and not not any? because this isn't a look shaming thing this, oh, is, okay. uh, this is a pattern of behavior thing he's never done that before you're right and Trump's done it a mazillion times with the so. same lawyer involved right exactly I mean, lawyers and the, two out of three times and the NDA yeah. that was used by Trump using Trump's the same alias. pseudonym mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah so yeah, anyone with eyes and a brain connected to the mouth would know
0: But <laughs> <laughs> this is likely a cover-up. So. Yeah, if you're, Wernicke's area is dumb, malfunctioning, you might not understand yeah, yeah. Um, what's happening here, even though that doesn't have anything to do with understanding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Well, that's um, that. Well, thank you. Thank you, um, of course. Good reporting, Disgusting. always. Thank uh, you. On the uh, Broidy updates. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jordan, what do you have for us on the gun bros?
4: Yeah, so uh, Monday of last week, this was after we recorded, so it's coming out now in this episode, Monday of last week, we learned that uh, Mueller's team likely has secretly gained access to the NRA's tax returns as part of the investigation, which is exciting news. And NRA keeps coming out saying, we haven't been contacted by the FBI. But that's not typical in the first place. People aren't going to contact the organization and ask for their literal tax documents. (laughs) They go to the IRS and they get them. So uh, legal teams all around basically are just saying it's very likely that they just went directly to the IRS. And for background, the NRA spent $30 million in support of Trump's campaign in the 2016 race. And the thing that is awesome about them getting those tax documents is they'll be able to see the names of the dark money donors that we've talked about Mm -hmm. right because it's a requirement to be a 501c3 that you report those to the irs though
0: because you're a 501c3 you're protected from having to report them to the public but the the irs has to know who where they're coming from
4: absolutely and Uh, and i
0: guarantee you it's just a ton of shell companies
4: right yeah and and so we know that we have (laughs) the nra is saying they in april they came out and said in total from the 23 russia linked individuals um, that have contributed to their organization it's only amounted to two thousand five hundred dollars <laughs> right in dues right <laughs> right only in dues yeah. exactly nothing that's like set aside for their political funds or exactly. whatever yeah
0: um you're short absolutely I mean, just you're a like twenty nine million nine
4: hundred ninety nine
0: thousand. Nine hundred and ninety-seven fifty short. Right. Um, so
4: we're gonna need you to. Show me the money! Uh, This also brings back around the name Alexander Torshin, as we have reported on previously, who is one of the sanctioned Russian officials. That um, basically he toted around saying that he had a tie to Donald Trump through the NRA. <laughs> he said that, so it's like. <laughs> Kind of put a target on your back, buddy. Yeah, don't use my words against me. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, NRA's general counsel, John Fraser, however, said in the April disclosure that Torsion has not made additional contributions beyond his dues as a member of the organization. Uh, Then he later says that the NRA now is reviewing their responsibilities with respect to Alexander Torsion after he was hit with the sanctions from the Treasury Department. And the uh, reporters have reached out to NRA and they have not really giving back any comment so i guess we'll just circle back around when we learn more about that because i would be very surprised if we don't learn about i mean i don't know if we we the public would get the names for a decent amount of time probably not it depends if uh you know if it comes out in like if we do the
0: thing where Mueller goes and asks rosenstein to indict and rosenstein says no he'll write a full report to congress and that would mean that we would have it in 10 seconds because mm-hmm. uh, congress is a leak
4: machine, as we know. A (laughs) A leak leak machine. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah, and people from Trump's campaign have totally, you know, been connected with the Russia NRA, you know, group. So, like... Donald Trump Jr. had dinner mm-hmm. over there. And we have the torsion thing. We have the right to bear arms with mm-hmm. Boutina. Right to bear arms. <laughs> right to bear, bear arms. Bear cops, unrelated.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> their,
4: their weird affinity towards arms, even though mm-hmm. Russia is like, not an arms-heavy country. Yeah. They're actually very
0: anti-gun. Right. Yeah.
4: All right, well. So we'll see. We'll put some beans on it. We right
0: will. Right. NRE beans, gun beans. And, <laughs> and it's...
4: Just BB guns. Yes. Yeah. And it's buckshot. It's
0: funny that... I mean, this NRA thing, this NRA chase has been going on for a while. And it's just, it's awesome to think that Mueller's known the whole time. Because uh, Wyden wrote letters back and forth with them several times and the Treasury Department several times trying to get the information. And they're like, no. And he doesn't have subpoena power because he's number two. He's he's—he's mm-hmm. he's, uh, the minority. Right. And so he can't subpoena uh, those uh, records from the IRS, but Mueller can go get them. So, because nice. that's a criminal investigation, and he doesn't have to. The IRS and Mueller do not have to inform the NRA that they're getting them. So, wow. he's probably had them this whole time. All right, you guys. That brings us to the Michael Cohen portion of our show. <laughs> <laughs> So Monday, Cohen had an interview with George Stephanopoulos. Uh, he sat down with him for about 45 minutes. It wasn't televised, or, or even it wasn't even released in audio format. It was written down, okay? And when you release a transcript interview like George Stephanopoulos did for this, it's important to note what is intentionally left in the interview. Um, there were a few questions that Cohen said he could not answer. I'm unable to answer that question at this time based on my legal advice, right? but they left those in the interview. Hmm. Specifically, they asked him if Trump knew about the Trump Tower meeting before it happened and if Trump directed Cohen to make the Stormy Daniels hush money payment. And, And Cohen said, I'm unable to answer those questions. And instead of leaving them out of the interview in written form, they left them in. Right. Which indicates to me... That Cohen knows that information, and he's willing to share it with prosecutors. And he wanted to get that word out, uh, whether it was to try to get Trump to pay his legal bills and pardon him, or whether it was try to just give a hint about what he knows, uh, and that he's, you know, reaching out, saying, "I please make a deal with me. I know these two things. Um, Pretty smart. I mean, desperate, but smart. Well, yeah, and I wouldn't call him smart. I would call his new lawyer, Petrillo, right. mm-hmm. uh, the smart one. Um, I know... A lot of you think he's not going to flip. He's just signaling Trump for money to pay his bills. But I have to tell you, uh, mentioning his family and his country again, removing Trump's name from all of his online social media bios, changing lawyers, and then cutting communications with Trump's legal team are all pretty big hints. Plus, I got to speak with a guy named David Bearwald and his friend Hillary, who had a conversation with Cohen on the 4th of July. They ran into him twice in one night. You might have seen this conversation because it went viral on Twitter and Facebook and uh, and here's a little bit of the call I had with them. Uh, l- I'll tell you that David Bearwald is a musician, probably best known for writing "Come What May," which is the theme song, the love theme for Moulin Rouge, mm. uh, nominated for a Golden Globe for that. So, let's listen to this uh, conversation that he had with Cohen. So today on the phone we have David Bearwald. He's a New York musician, and uh, his friend Hillary Bratton. Um, she was visiting from Palo Alto, California, here on the Best Coast, and they were in New York, and I think something very peculiar happened to them on the, on the 4th of July. Uh, David, how are you today? Terrific. Wonderful. Hillary, are you there as well? Yeah, I'm here. I'm dying to hear about this encounter that you had. Uh, this was last night, right? Yeah, Yeah. Tell, 10 o'clock. Tell us about it.
2: Well... Well, it was actually two things. Uh, uh, Hillary's staying at the Lowe's Regency on Park Avenue, and we were going out to dinner or something. And anyway, uh, and Hillary goes, "Hey, look, there's Michael Cohen." And just and, uh, on the street on Park. Just on the street with us, with a couple of people, with three three people, and um, and we we kind of exchanged eye contact somehow, but we didn't talk at that point. And we went off and did our thing, and they went off and did their thing. And then two hours later, two and a half hours later, we ran into him again. And so Hillary and I say, well, you know...
5: <laughs> yeah. I mean, the first time, yeah,
2: the first, you know, once is is strange, but, you know, whatever. Twice is like, you should do something about it. So I said, you know, I beg your pardon. And he looked around and sort of, you know... The
5: streets were pretty empty. There weren't that many people on the street.
2: So. Yeah. And he says, uh, you know, he, he looks around, you." To make sure I'm not, you know, an assassin or something. And, um, and we just started talking, you know, and, uh, I, you know, I started, you know, at first I said, you know, that this must be a difficult moment for you, you know, that, you know, I said, uh, what did I say exactly? Yeah, it must like, be a difficult moment to find yourself in the middle of America's yeah, national, national debate. So I stayed on this. Yeah. And, um, he said, "You got that right." <laughs> and I said, "Yeah, you must feel like you must feel like you're, uh, you know, in an industrial washing machine at high speed, you know, yeah." And um, and I said, "Well, I just want you to know that America's hopes and prayers are are living with you, and we hope you'll do the right thing." And he says, "The truth will set me free." And I said.
0: That's right. The truth will <laughs> set you free. Yeah, I got to say that that and was probably the, one. the most surprising thing about your story was that Michael Cohn was trying to quote Zen Buddhism.
2: Yeah, it I was could. very surprising. I mean, yeah, on the spot as well. I was. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe that. Yeah. I, then I said, you know, you're in an, ama- you have an, an amazing position uh, to, uh, to 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 help this country get out of its national debacle. And he said, "The farther I walk away from the truth, or the farther you walk away from the truth, the more people call you a liar." And I said, "Well, the the farther you walk away from the truth, the more you are a liar." <laughs> and he said, "Touche!" <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: amazing. That's brilliant. <laughs> I just
2: said, "Good luck. To you have a wonderful evening, and uh, you know, see you later."
0: Did you kind of get the feeling that that he's trying to like uh, flip the narrative and, and be more of a more of a, a hero uh, than than a villain in this story. Like maybe he's. He really just, cool. Yeah, he just he seemed like he was very open to being open, and like that he would have even have been happy to talk further. It wasn't like yeah, we could have talked on that. Just humoring us, and well, you guys are Hillary, um, uh, David. I've been really good to have you on, David. You're a New York musician. Where can folks find you?
2: Go go see Moulin Rouge, and and you can hear my hear my insanely corny song.
0: You, you wrote a song for Moulin Rouge?
2: I wrote this song, The only original tune in the movie.
0: W- which one?
2: It's called, Come With Me! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
0: You know that. Well, nice. No, I'm a distinguished uh, schmuck. <laughs> well, that's that's good to know. Good to know. All right, you guys. Well, hey, I really appreciate your time. This is a fascinating story, and I, I'm, I'm glad that you, you had a chance to talk. Well, about I'll, it. I will say this.
2: I, I, I would like to say this. I would like to say that... Um, I felt that he was sincere. I think he's going through a kind of psychological, spiritual moment. I myself have experienced being under the spell of, you know, uh, you know, charismatic psychopaths. And I know how quickly it can change when, um, you know, when you get on the other side of that,
0: when you're staring down the barrel, you know, five-year prison sentence. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah, that at minimum. And, uh, um, and the ruin of your family, all for the sake of this, you know, mind-bogglingly selfish individual, and and uh, or you could be a national hero,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and people would forgive you your sins and call you a, uh, you know, a, a picturesque character from the underworld who, who found, you know, the light somehow. And uh, and go on the lecture circuit and, and, and do perfectly well and be out of the mob and, and, and not be shot at every or people throw tomatoes at you everywhere you go, you know?
4: David, it's so
0: funny you mentioned that because we did a bonus episode this week in where I say it would be so easy for him to go from villain to hero just by changing his narrative right and, and cooperating Exactly he and you know, of course a lot of our listeners are like, No, F that guy, he'll never be a hero, he's a POS and I'm like, Yes, but for him, what's the better alternative? Uh, just like you said. Yeah, I mean whether
2: he's sincere or not, but I happen to believe he is sincere. I think, you know Hillary doesn't agree with me. I think the I think the older woman that was with us was his mom. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I'm just that way. I, but uh see, Hillary does yeah, not I don't know. You know.
0: All right guys, well thank you so much for your time. Um and okay. I, hope, I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank, thank you. you, you too. Alright, bye-bye. bye bye. Bye-bye. Uh, also this week, BuzzFeed published the reconstructed shredded documents that were seized in the Cohen raid. <laughs> uh, keep in mind that they're the ones who published the dossier. Mm-hmm. BuzzFeed were the first to publish the dossier. Yeah, And that leads me to believe um, that these probably were leaked by Cohen's team, these reconstructed mm. documents. Also kind of a look what I got um, scenario, either call for help for Trump from Trump or
1: P- yeah please comes look worse. what i got mm-hmm. or,
0: uh, let's make a deal uh and that's because the only people who had these shredded documents were cohen's legal team trump's legal team so, And why would trump give it up you right. know exactly
4: i wonder how they pick which news well how does the leaking process work you know
0: you just contact you get it you contact your journalists friends
4: S- stick it in and, a and mailbox do you think <laughs> since yeah since buzzfeed had leaked that story before the dossier maybe they're like these are good leakers
0: Either there's that, or following. either <laughs> that,
4: or Michael Cohen leaked that
0: dossier right to BuzzFeed. Damn, <laughs> you know, and he, he like, he some just people loves clickbait. He's some people say, <laughs> <laughs> some people say he might have been cooperating since before the raid. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway, uh, there's. Uh, let's see. Oh, 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 this Monday too. In more Cohen news, the Special Master Barbara Jones released her report. Uh, We've already heard some preliminary findings. Uh, 1.3 million documents have been given to the prosecutors. 23,000 documents were given to Trump and his legal team to review, and he had until July 5th to finish and file any um, uh, objections. And those had to be filed publicly, and I hadn't heard anything. So I I don't know if he had any or if he asked for more time and got an extension. I'd have to look into that. Uh, I also wanted to remind you all of something we discussed in a past episode about why the Cohen case was handed off to New York and not kept in-house. Um, I think that Cohen may have the most evidence of Russian collusion. Remember, he has an entire chunk of the Steele dossier dedicated just to him and his alleged trip to Prague to, in 2016, where he met uh, allegedly with folks to make plausibly deniable cash payments to foreign social media sources on behalf of the Trump campaign. So, Cohen, having all that intel, um, made the proper seizure um, of it all very important to Mueller, meaning all that all that documentation on, on the slush fund payments to Russians and the UAE to do the social media campaigns on behalf of Trump. Uh, Cohen has all of that, so it was very important that Mueller obtained those documents and those evidence properly. And m- had Mueller ordered the raid and procured the evidence himself, it could have been seen as ill-gotten or part of the witch mm-hmm. hunt that Trump is trying to create in the minds of his base, right? It would give Trump ammo to be like he did it Mueller's corrupt and he got the evidence right. And we were all confused so when we it happened can't, it's not fair it's right. wrong um, and because we think we're going down the impeachment route the court of public opinion is very important mm-hmm. so um, anyway by handing the case off to the U.S. attorney in New York uh, they ordered the raid New York ordered the raid they seized the evidence they appointed the special master and I'm sure there was an additional taint team involved so the validity of all that evidence it's it's squeaky clean evidence now and Mueller knows he'll get anything back that's associated to Russia. I referred to it as evidence laundering. Um, <laughs> and I think it will serve the investigation well. It robs the right of any message that the evidence was tainted or somehow right. obtained illegally. I think it was a genius move. And I'll bet that we learn later on that it was intentional. Of course, the main reason it was handed off is because Cohen lives in New York. And I the the Department of Justice didn't want any hint of inappropriateness. So when they hand off, the, you know, the Stormy Daniels payment and the, the medallion stallion stuff, the <laughs> taxicab medallion case, it could be argued by Republicans that Mueller was out of his scope, right. even though he wasn't right. at yeah. all. Anything that comes up is in his scope.
4: Yeah, squeaky clean is a good way to describe it. Mm-hmm.
0: So he's hands off this. The evidence was gathered. Uh, anything that's Russia will be handed right back to him. Very nice. Yeah, smooth.
4: Yeah, clean, clean. That's delegating.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need to get better at that. <laughs> Teach me your ways, Mueller. Uh, you also need to remember that all the other evidence, uh, all the other evidence Cohen could possibly have, um, there are stories about all kinds of tapes now and compromise that the Russians might have on Trump, maybe involving underage girls. Um, the Cohen evidence is unrelated to Russia. Um, or excuse me, the Cohen evidence unrelated to Russia may be the undoing of Trump.
4: Put some beans on
0: it. And if you want um, some more discussion on the Trump underage tapes, sex parties with Epstein tapes, uh, listen to the full uh, Scott Dworkin interview. It's going to be a bonus episode this week. We go into that a little bit in there. So anyway, guys, we'll be right back. Hey, Mueller junkies. Thank you so much for supporting our show and supporting women in podcasting. I need to ask you for a quick favor that will not cost you a dime. Please head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a rating, and then subscribe. That simple act goes a long way to helping us get the word out about the Mueller investigation, and more importantly, it expands our efforts to flip Congress blue in November. And don't forget, follow us on Twitter at MuellerSheWrote to be automatically entered to win a PlayStation 4. Don't ask. Thank you so much for listening. We would not be here without you. All right, are you guys ready for the Fantasy Indictment League? Yes. All right, today I'd like to add Aaron Banks to the Fantasy Indictment League. He Mm -hmm. wasn't on our radar before. Uh, Perhaps even Nigel Farage of UKIP and then we need to bump cock on the, up on the list um <laughs> okay <laughs> cock needs a better position um because i think we're going to start getting some uh, indictments on that guy as well for that b- because of the manafort case in the reveal in the minute order that they're going to be prosecuting him for the 16 million dollar loan he made to get a job at the white house from yeah. manafort yeah that's against the law and i think we're going to start seeing uh, more indictments this month and next i think uh this shit's going to start hitting the fan here pretty soon so keep listening get caught up um, to get all the players uh, and all the different little tendrils of this investigation <laughs> that we've been covering. Keep listening. We'll keep you in the know um, when these indictments drop and where they come from and all that other stuff.
4: Can I add a name to the, or or potential names? Absolutely. The dark money donor names that we will find out
0: mm. uh, with the NRA. I wonder if you can indict shell companies, at least
4: probably the owners
0: of the shell companies. Exactly, yes. Yeah, the the registrants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, right.
4: It'd be nice if Citizens United worked Reversely, mm. <laughs> you can charge an entire uh, Corporations Our are a corporation. Our corporation, yeah, yeah. Well, we've
0: indicted a few entities yeah, already yeah. in this. In- we, I'm, an, I'm over there. I, <laughs> I'm working for AG. Lower. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm the AG. <laughs> I'm not. Um. Anyway, Aaron Banks, definitely keep listening. We're going to keep you th- seriously. We'll, the indictments are going to start coming out pretty fast and furious. Uh, in the next month or two. Now, we had the wonderful opportunity to speak to a friend of mine, friend of you guys, Chris Cope, comedian Chris Cope, to find out who is Pixar for the Fantasy Indictment League this week. So let's listen to that. All right. With us today is a good friend of mine and comedian actor Chris Cope. You can see him on Cooking on High on Netflix and Impaired on all things comedy. He also works for Tosh.0, and he is the Big Sky Comedy Festival winner in 2015. Chris, how are you today?
5: I'm good. I'm sweating. Uh you hear the fan in the background, it's literally because I have pointed. Dr- I mean, the only reason I stepped out of my fridge was to take this call.
0: Well, I appreciate you uh, <laughs> taking some time away from your refrigerator to, uh, <laughs> to join us yes, today. you got nine minutes. <laughs> i got nine minutes. Roger that. So we'll just get right into it. Uh, we like to do what we call our celebrity edition a Fantasy Indictment League. And I wanted to give you a call and find out who your three picks would be uh, if you had to pick the next three people that would would uh, would be indicted and some in the Mueller investigation, obviously. And and some people, they like to pick uh, two solids and then maybe like a one Hail Mary, like a, a wish. Uh, and the, or sometimes they make three sensible picks. Um, so it's really up to you how you want to strategize this. Uh, we'd just like to know who you think the next three people that are going to be indicted in the Mueller investigation are. All right. Uh, I'm going to
5: say I'm going to go Cohen.
0: Okay and 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 do you think um is he going to really be indicted in the Miller investigation or is he going to be indicted by the US attorney in the Southern District of New York?
5: I think that I mean he'll be indicted by the he'll be indicted in New York, but I think that will end up uh like I think once he flips he will give more and that will help out Miller. I, I think that's this guy seems to just have the golden key. I mean, if he's the guy you go to when you fuck up,
0: yeah, he's your And he's supposed to
5: take care of stuff. Yeah, when he's that guy, that means that's a guy that can kind of bury you. You know, you I mean I guess when you're a scumbag, you gotta trust one person. <laughs> I mean but I mean what, what the funny thing is anyone that's I mean, he's a snake just like uh Trump is in that sense of you need someone to do when when you're not man enough or can't do your own your own dirty work and you have to hire someone out, you know that guy's gonna be a scumbag and you know you're a scumbag yourself when you put your tie on in the morning. So like why wouldn't you why wouldn't you not anticipate Trump's going to just stick it as soon as he can to you?
0: Yeah, very true. I don't know why you didn't see it coming to myself, but uh, good pick. All right, Cohen, we've got him uh, on top of our list as well.
5: I know, right? I think he. Uh, I just. Uh... And I, I mean, and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, was the reason why I'm on? I mean, outside of his, it was that uh, the fact that it was outside of his purview. Didn't he also kick it down to the states level because it allows? Because can a president not pardon state crimes? Is that right?
0: Well, he hasn't kicked it down to the state level yet with Cohen, but yes, um, they. He, I think he wants to kick a lot of these down to um, New York State. Uh, but right now, they're working on adding uh, a caveat to their double jeopardy rule that allows for um, someone to be prosecuted in New York State even if they've been prosecuted. Uh, in the federal courts for the same crime, uh, as long you know, in the case of a pardon, if there's a pardon, they're going to make a, a pardon exemption, uh, and they're they're working that through the New York legislature right now. That's really headed, yeah, that's headed up by the new New York Attorney General who took over for Schneiderman when he had to uh, leave because of the sexual assault and physical assault accusations. So, uh, all right, well let's go on to uh, pick number two. <laughs>
5: I mean, these are kind of going to go hand-in-hand hand, just because I would love to see them both uh, just wearing matching bracelets. Uh, and I, I mean, probably everybody. It's uh, pinhead number one, which is Jared Kushner. All right. And uh, all shit smiles, Donald Jr. I, I, those are my favorite. Like, I just want the people closest to Trump to start feeling the fire because I want Trump to start acting completely erratic. You know what I mean? I want, I need to say this, but I kind of want the quite a crash in a way.
0: <laughs> Even more than he is already? <laughs>
5: Oh, for sure. No, I want to somehow make this worse than what Paul Walker went through. Like, I want this just to... That was a mean joke. I took that back. <laughs> <laughs> I took that back. That wasn't nice. Um, no, but I mean, I think... I honestly think that... And this is just just what I'm judging off like Trump's psyche, is that the closer you get to his kids and his kids' law he will start just doing some completely erratic and... Like cross the threshold type stuff where it's like, okay, this guy is literally just trying to take over this point. You know what I mean? Like he's just trying to completely bypass any rule of law, and we've got to act. Does that make sense?
4: Yeah,
0: it makes sense. So you're 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 going to put Kushner and D T Junior up there, huh?
5: I would love. I mean, I, I'm going to pick two fans. Like those are my deeper polls. Okay. But, but I mean, because I know we're supposed to have one, but I want two.
0: Um, <laughs> okay, so we're going to do four, though. That's cool. So you've got Cohen as your safe bet, then DT Jr. and Kushner as your, your dream uh, team there, and then uh, who else would you choose?
5: That hasn't already been guided. Um, I, I, mean, I don't know. We can
0: make those your three if you want. We can just make those your yeah, three. Yeah, no, I'm
5: going to go with those my three just because I kind of think, who else is it big enough? Because I feel like they've got enough names and they've got enough people. It's just more like... There's not many left in terms of to go after people of substance.
0: Yeah. I think that, I think the my personal, uh, rather than putting, uh, I put Kushner in there too, but rather than DT jr. Quite yet, I think uh, that's going to roll out with all the conspiracy and crimes of collusion indictments they are going to drop maybe in the fall uh, or August. But I, I think, I think Roger Stone is probably on the block pretty soon. You think, I mean, it would have to, uh, I mean, well, the
5: fact that I read today that, uh, that Mueller, uh, some of the the bank, the bank crimes that uh, Manafort's being charged with actually do time in the Trump campaign. Right. I read that today. So, I mean, the fact that Roger Stone was with the I mean, yeah, I mean, he might be. After, uh, I watched that documentary, and it just kind of reiterated and reminded me, like, what a slimy shit bag he is.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, like Roger the, distance, Sto- the Roger Stone documentary. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, like he literally brushes his teeth with dog shit every day and smiles.
5: <laughs> like there's true. this... There's, uh, he's a sociopath. If you don't think he is, he feels nothing for anybody. So, I mean, I would love to see him indicted because I know he would quietly roll like a motherfucker.
0: Yeah, he would.
5: That dude would sell out his mom. <laughs> his 95 year old mom and I saw him kiss my forehead nah I think he'd sell him out
0: I think so too I think you're right yeah no I
5: would, I would love to see that stone unturned ah he gets it in
0: <laughs> alright well hey I really appreciate you coming on sharing your pics with us again you guys if you haven't seen Cooking on High on Netflix you have to check it out um, thanks for joining us Chris Cope you can follow him at Chris Cope Comedy uh, on Twitter
5: yeah, let's get this done, guys. Let's get on. And also make sure that you're my folks. If, if that's not reiterated every episode, please vote. We need change.
0: Yeah, we definitely pound that one home, too. So actually, up, yep, get out there and vote. Good. Flip it in November. We got to, you know, reopen the Russian investigation in the, in the in in Congress and start getting some of this stuff made public. I appreciate your time. Oh, Chris. absolutely. dude.
5: Yeah, thank you. I'll talk to you guys later.
0: Hey, yeah. Have a good week. Okay, bye. Bye. All right. You guys ready for sabotage? Yes. Ooh. All right. This week, Giuliani reared its ugly head again uh, <laughs> after being quiet for like a couple of weeks. It was nice. Right. I didn't have to hear him um, yeah, every or see day his face on Fox News. Uh, Mike Schmidt and Maggie Haberman wrote uh, uh, up a thing in The New York Times um, about the Trump team's new combative stance against the Mueller investigation. Apparently, Trump has new conditions for an interview with Mueller. Uh, he's just dragging this out man. He's just dragging it out. Uh, he's finished this the hell up. But <laughs> you're the one who's fucking dragging it out. Yep. So stop being a bitch. Um, let's see first his first condition Mueller would have to prove that Trump committed a crime by providing evidence prior to the interview. That's just a way to get evidence prior to the interview mm-hmm. uh, and that Trump's testimony <laughs> the other thing is is that Trump's testimony is essential to completing the investigation. It has to be proven that they can't get this any other way besides talking to Trump. Uh, Giuliani seated that Mueller uh, probably won't agree to those terms, and I'm sure he won't. Um, right. You're not going to hand over evidence in an ongoing investigation to the subject of the investigation. Right. <laughs> God, oh God. like, seriously. <laughs> like,
4: yeah, I need you to do a sole source verification yeah. verify. I'm the only one that can give you the testimony you <laughs> What if he thinks he Fucking can do like idiot. an
1: executive privilege just to get like I guess he could couldn't he
0: oh to do all these crazy things? No, he nope. can't have it good. Good uh, Giuliani and house Trump know that when Dems take over in November They're gonna probably move to impeach Trump and that explains this combative stance and the all-out assault on the media and the Mueller investigation uh, so to, to sway public opinion, as I mentioned before, that's their only go-to, and it's working. Forty-something um, percent of people, forty-nine percent, don't think the Mueller investigation is is going anywhere and should finish. Um, that's up eighteen points from April, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's working. This this assault on the on the public opinion um, from uh, Trump, Giuliani, uh, Congress, you know, people like Jim Jordan, Devin Nunes. Although we haven't really heard from Devin Nunes in a while. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, I, he knows they're going to move to impeach him when they take over. So they're trying to get the public on their side to say, no, don't impeach him. You're wrong. Exactly. Uh, I'm, I'm afraid of what's going to happen if we do impeach him regardless. Well, I don't think Pence will be around anymore either. So <clears throat> we'll see. Yeah. But personally, I think Mueller should uh, shove a subpoena up his ass, really. Oh <laughs> I think gosh. I think he should do it Monday. And and kill his SCOTUS nomination, because it's going to be tough, like I said, for Trump to pick a judge with a subpoena in the mix, especially for a court that's likely going to have to decide whether or not he has to comply with it. So come on, Monday, (laughs) subpoena the man, because you got got the the subpoena. You've been served. (laughs) Smash. You've been served. Um, You you, you, uh, do it. Just subpoena him. Giuliani has already pretty much said, we're not going to sit down and talk to you you're going to have to give us all the evidence in the case first or prove that he committed a crime before trial even happens. And that's just not going to fucking happen. So mm-hmm. you know that this is just a drag out signal. So Monday morning, um, come on, let's do it. Let's spin to this guy. Let's do it on Monday. That's my, that's what I'm hoping for. Nice. Anyway, that's sabotage. All right, you guys, it is time for our Q&A segment. Ooh. Uh, we got some good questions this week. Um, at... M. Lynn K.C. wants to know, do y'all think the Broidy news is significant in any way?
1: Yeah, I'm hoping so, at least. I think it's significant since it's an update on something we've covered. (laughs) We're getting more information, which is you know, it's it's an interesting development. But um, yeah, we were just saying we don't know what it is gonna what difference it's gonna make. It can go two ways, it seems, right? He could either be telling the truth and we're gonna find out which I don't know if anyone will care at that point or we find out that it's Trump's Kid, and then we all care for different reasons. Like, I don't think it'll make <laughs> a difference politically, right?
0: It could. Um, yeah. Right now, he's he's losing a lot of uh, suburban moms. Oh. Um, because of his treatment of asylees at the border, mostly. Mm-hmm. But if it came out that he also paid for an abortion, these are g- generally uh, God fearing, salt of the earth people. Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, who, if it would be politically uh, bad in that in that demographic white men no they won't give a crap
1: right right but it's not about them
0: anymore at least not all i should say them. straight cis white yeah men. yeah, yeah. But, um, you're anyway. right
1: yeah there's more opinions out there i dig it
0: yeah i do think it's important though mm-hmm. um at hook magic dustin jones says uh wouldn't it make sense for Mueller to subpoena trump now wouldn't that initiate a court battle to uh, which you could make a legit argument that he can't name a scotus justice for his own case am i crazy <laughs>
2: Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills.
0: Yeah, no, you got it, buddy. Um, I agree with you 100. I think you should. I think you should do it Monday before he like take all that. You know how he's been piping up the. I'm going to make the Scotus announcement announcement Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern, and he's told all of his people, don't fucking leak it. Don't you leak it? I want to make the announcement. Mm-hmm. I want the glory. Jeez. And and so I would love to just take that wind out of his sails oh. by throwing a subpoena up at him on Monday yeah. morning and be like, oh,
1: yeah. I'm sorry, are we going to announce something tonight? Hmm. And then aside from that, just like, it's time, right? It's just time, I think. It, it, I don't know. I guess Mueller's the only one that would know
0: for yeah. sure.
4: Yeah. Unless he stands to gain something by this being prolonged, I imagine he will do it really soon.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that this final, um, they've been negotiating for months now to get Trump in. That means the investigation's pretty much done. Um, they just need to talk to him to get his state of mind uh, when he fired Comey, uh, and if he knew about the Trump Tower meeting um, specifically. Those are the big ones, I think. Uh, but he—they're just signaling, drawing it out, dragging their feet, and this last thing with these conditions of having to have evidence of a crime first. I I think it's over. Just subpoena him. Oh, yeah.
4: yeah. And I think, too, it's important for Mueller and his team to do their due diligence to work with the president on an interview. And now it's like so many times they have tried to work with him. Mm -hmm. And I think they have enough. Exactly.
0: Yeah. And of course, I do have to say, I don't know shit about shit with what Mueller has and what Mueller needs to do. It's an iceberg, you know. Uh, Yes. Again, we know the top one tenth of one percent of what's Mm -hmm. happening. Yes. In this investigation. That's my Bernie Sanders. I'm sorry. That's pretty good. Um, but yeah, again, there could be a million things I don't know. It, just from what I see, That's this enough. is how I feel. That's crazy that this is enough and Mueller knows
1: more. <laughs> <laughs> and we think this is time. I mean, we're not experts. We don't same, know anything. Legally either,
0: but still. No, we don't know. We don't know. Public opinion wise. Yeah, we, The, the which, more we
4: know, the more we don't know. Exactly. Yeah. And how telling is that too, that he's like, I want to see all the evidence against me. Mm-hmm. before i go into this before he was you know just going with the narrative yep. that he wasn't under investigation
0: or yeah or at least proof that he committed a crime mm-hmm. is how he put it right i need proof i committed a crime so he can still kind of keep that stance of that he didn't do it yeah yeah uh at marissa gabrielle asked for an update on nastia Ribka.
4: oh yeah oh yeah so i sorry
0: i was gonna see if you could look it up
4: absolutely but yeah. if uh, I, I was occasionally just go- check in
0: I was just going to give a background on her real quick. She she is the uh, Russian sex worker, uh, sex coach, <laughs> who um, was on the yacht with Daryl Paska and the Prime Minister of Russia when Daryl Paska was downloading what he got from Kalimnik uh, and the Kalimnik uh, talk that he had with Manafort when Manafort promised to give Dara Pasca these updates on the on the Trump campaign. So she got video of that. Um, Navalny, who was uh, Putin's opponent in this last election, released it. Navalny's been jailed. And then Nastya Rybka was jailed. Uh, she, they caught up with her in Thailand and put her in a Thai prison. And that was pretty much the last we'd heard
4: yeah, the latest piece of news I can see is from April 17th. Headline, sex worker who claims dirt on Russian oligarch appears in court. And I haven't like nothing after that. Yeah,
0: I think she was sentenced to like six years or something. Wow. And we, don't, we haven't heard anything back about that.
4: Oh, so my I don't goodness. know if she's
0: been deported to Russia. I don't know if she's alive. I don't know if Mueller has her in a safe house. I yeah. don't know. I have no idea. Unfortunately, yeah. we just haven't heard anything.
4: Yeah, That's that really is crazy. Crazy. Yeah, maximum 10 year sentence. Thinking for seven. visa issues, that was what they ended up charging her on? I
0: think so.
1: That's a good yeah, question. She was working past her exactly visa. What they yeah. got
0: <clears throat> she was sex coaching past her visa.
1: I mean when they want to target mm-hmm. you, they'll get you for whatever they
0: can, you know. Of course. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Uh, Russian bot 453127758 Hmm. uh, at Jen of Snarf asked, uh, what Cohen's papers say? Are they just dinner receipts or a stack of love letters to Putin? (laughs) Uh, As I alluded to earlier, I'm pretty sure that there's tapes in there of him talking to Trump. um, As Avenatti has told us, he's heard one of them. I think that a lot of the pay- BuzzFeed got a lot of the reconstructed documents. You can go check them out on their website. And then I think a lot of it is uh, a lot of his business dealings with the tax cap shit obviously, but there's going to be uh, his slush fund um, documents in there and and what payments he made to whom and, and his travel information is going to be in his phones and they're going to be able to find out where he was, who he talked to, who he gave money to and who he took money from. And that is going to be really really important and I think that that's why he keep he's just this whole big flip thing is such a big deal Mm -hmm.
1: i think transactions like show patterns right that's what they can look for at the very least to see what his patterns are and like tie that with like a behavior or motive they did that with the uh like paying off the the porn stars they were like oh these are patterns Mm -hmm. that's how you get like i guess a a social or moral issue to become a legal issue or a Mm -hmm. political one
0: Smart, yeah, or just direct fucking evidence that they paid <laughs> Russia to, if we're lucky, to, yeah, yeah, to for the, for the, you know, just like a I did it, like deniable, ca- deniable cash payments, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, to Russians in the UAE and Israel, uh, to, to, you know, interfere in the I election. wonder if it'll be that easy. You think is just like, it can't be this easy, like, it <laughs> can't. Yeah. I think it can. <laughs> We'll think about who we're dealing with. Good uh, point. Jim Van Ostrand says, all effective dictators have the military in their back pocket. How is Trump's relationship with the military leadership? Do you think he, they think he's a clown or would they follow his orders even he went over the edge? Uh, my feeling is the Joint Chiefs think he's, he's an idiot. Um, Kelly, we already know, thinks he's an idiot. Tillerson thinks he's a fucking moron. Um, but Tillerson isn't military. But uh, all these guys <laughs> just think he's an idiot. And they don't thought like when he tweeted about Um, banning transgender troops um, from joining the military Mattis and the Joint Chiefs are like get the GTFO dude no we're not doing that it's going to cost too much money it doesn't do anything for military readiness in fact it hurts us we've done studies shut up but do they actually protest like through action or just because I wonder yes they do because we still allow transgender troops in the military oh
1: okay good I was going to say like do they do anything like to stop him from like if he tried to go to war like would they we'll see yeah
0: um, they they couldn't stop him from talking to North Korea, and that just fell apart today. Uh, I don't yeah. know if you saw that yeah. news. Because what can they do? They still have a, an oath to like their their position. Right? There's a lot they have done. Like I said, yeah. they they haven't listened to his tweets about certain things. Uh, mm-hmm. We're not going to do that. Um, so yeah. they right. they do their own little weird little protest. Yeah, yeah. They do what they can.
4: I have a friend who's in the military, and he's thinking about just going into private contracting mm-hmm. instead of staying.
0: Yeah, I have I have a friend who who worked for a private security contractor in the middle east you get paid a lot more you get a lot more you get better gear yeah
4: um, it's right because yeah. the budget right now it's like especially for the marines there's been so many stories of planes literally just them not even making it to their training no operations because right. they're dying on on like like planes crashing in the middle of america it's like wow. really crazy
0: yeah or the like the you're supposed to have these steel plates bolted the bottom of your jeeps so that ieds don't uh get you or you know flak jackets or whatever and they just they're short so it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy isn't it it's crazy? all going to private industry it's, i was going to stolen yeah. by the republicans exactly
4: it's like so much we think of military funding as you know having some of the highest in, in the world and then it's that these yeah, but still they happen. short them to keep the money exactly. It's bad.
0: Damn. Uh, Natalie Nope asked if McConnell or his wife's family is benefiting directly from Trump's tariffs and how one could find out if they're invested in Trump or Kushner properties. Um, I don't know, I haven't heard anything along these lines. I can pretty much guarantee you that anybody who's worth over a million dollars is benefiting from these tariffs, especially if they're in steel or aluminum. Um, it's, it's the consumers that suffer um, from uh, trade tariffs, so. It's definitely not the rich. Um, otherwise, he wouldn't be doing it. He's benefiting from it as well. And as far as invested in Trump or Kushner properties, I, I suppose that's something that uh, once um, we flipped Congress and Maxine Waters is in charge of financial or fiscal oversight – she can submit. Uh, she can subpoena his bank records and find is that, out. Is that your fantasy, or
1: you think it's actually going to happen? I think it's. I
0: think we'll flip the Congress.
1: Like you think she'll be in charge of that? Is that her? she automatically
0: becomes in charge oh, of it? Oh snap! Yeah. that's going to be a nice. It'll nice, be fun. She can get nice Trump's fun. taxes too. It'd be great. Wow. Um, although I'm, I'm sure Mueller already hasn't. But then we can see him. Exactly. <clears throat> you That'll guys a it's good So time. important to vote this yes. November. We can get all the information we need. We can take over the Russia investigation. Yeah. We can fucking fix this shit. We can get all the corruption. Uh, at Reading Kendra asked, what happened to the 30 plus high ranking officials and staff members? Uh, we haven't heard a tweet or a peep from people like Hope Hicks. Where, where are they? Mm. Um, could be gagged. Could be cooperating. Um, that, that would be my guess. Uh, could, be, could be smart uh, where, you know, usually your lawyers will tell you just don't talk about this investigation mm-hmm. and don't tweet about it. And they are listening, whereas Trump does not. So you you, <laughs> you might be having, you know, taking your cues from how Trump acts. Don't, because he breaks all the rules. Exactly. Uh, Kimberly Phillips wanted us to explain why the Mueller investigation is so important to our democracy beyond Trump being a bad hombre. Um, well, there's so much I could say uh, about the why the why this investigation is so important to our democracy. Uh, first of all, it's a massive test of our rule of law and our checks and balances and our judicial system mm-hmm. in the country. It, if you if you try to think about why Watergate was important, um, that the concept that nobody is above the law, going all the way back to Robert Jackson, who I think is Rod Rosenstein's hero and one of Comey's heroes too, is that no one is above the law. And if we allow that to happen, we slide into dictatorship pretty right. pretty fast from there and that's why it's that's that's the main reason um this is so hugely important that we that we respect and maintain the rule of law uh, in this country and that it works uh, because if it doesn't we're, we're lost i think
4: yeah well said yeah yeah, I think also this is a moment where the intelligence community has been attacked and undermined constantly. And for them to be resilient and to reestablish, quote unquote, their legitimacy with the American people is so important for the foundation of our democracy. To refill fill the we- reservoir of trust.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly.
4: <laughs> we must refill
0: the reservoir of trust. Exactly. Thank you. That's based on a mistake from a past episode. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, at The Deep Magic wants to know if we're going to have any kind of meetup at Comic-Con. I'm working on it. Uh, I think we're getting press passes, and I'm going to try to do some stuff. Like, I might set up, a, I might set up the gear in a hotel room and, and just have rotating folks coming through. I don't know. We might go on the floor and interview people. I, I don't know. It's, it's interesting and odd to me uh, that Mueller is pop culture yeah um it's just true um and is it comic-con pop culture though i don't know i don't know we're the other category but i've seen them there i don't know so i'm trying to figure out a way to um, to make this work because i uh comic-con's been something that i've been going to for years i love the organization i think that they're one of the most great awesome philanthropic groups of people in the world and i love it when my downtown is taken over by comic Uh, Comic comic-con because it's beautiful all the bro dudes get the fuck out Yeah, leave and <laughs> yeah. they're all
1: like we're not gonna uh. the gas lamp is taken over by nerds and I am so, so much beautiful. more comfortable around them I was gonna say mm-hmm. um, the episode you had had with uh making Star Wars mm-hmm. so we could do something with uh, Star Wars fans we could do something like about Mueller being a Jedi the rebellion
0: yeah seeing what superheroes think of the investigation <laughs> well I definitely want to see about getting Jason and Amanda back on the show yeah uh, and I'm pre- I've am i been uh lobbying Pat Noswalt pretty hard um, oh snap we know his family. Feelings on this administration and uh, in general and he I know he goes to Comic-Con every year I've seen his show every year at Comic-Con hmm. uh, but I'm a I'm, uh, patent if you're listening you should come be on the pod <laughs> that's what I'm that's what I'm saying we yes would, we would uh we would love to have your one of your voice is one of the most important voices uh in this um Investigation in, in this political age. I, I think right. I and maybe it's just because I'm biased because I am a comedian, but I think comedians are, are the the saviors of our free speech. Yeah, uh, and the protectors of it. And I think that um, your voice is one of those that's that's very important to it. So, guys, you get any?
4: yeah. Uh, I hope that someone dresses up as an epic Robert Mueller. <laughs> that's, oh that's what gosh. I'm hoping.
0: Mueller cosplay. Yes. <laughs> oh, we should be Mueller's <laughs> angels. <laughs> <Ooh>.
4: <laughs> we got to do something.
1: <laughs>
0: Oh, my goodness. You know, um, we'll see. <laughs> uh, at Clinton Jenkins 85 wants to know what it would take for Trump to lose hardcore supporters. We get this question all the time. If all the compromise Trump tapes come out, uh, would he lose supporters? Um, he says, I'm not sure Mueller is enough. I think if there were a tape of Trump having sexual relations with an underage girl, I think he would lose. I think that would be the end of it. Uh, I think he'd lose maybe uh, 20 to 30 percent of his uh, women supporters if it came out that he did pay for that abortion. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Other than that. Like he said, he could shoot somebody in the middle of Fifth Avenue and it yeah, wouldn't matter. Yeah, right.
1: It's, I wonder... Yeah, I'm sorry. Go, no, ahead. go ahead. I was just going to say that I wonder if I even agree with that just because I feel like um, I want to believe that. But also, they've pushed us so far from what where we started, from what our standards were of what he can get away with, that I think it's just wishful thinking. I feel like we almost don't even need to lose his base, right? It's like, yeah, we could fantasize about it, but we don't need to If the to rest lose of us would just vote. Yeah, we just need to <laughs> vote and we need to impeach him. And I think that's it. Yeah. We, they can still exist. We can coexist with maggots and... <laughs> You know like whatever i, I, I think do so.
0: think kid fucking is a line though i do a, think it's and a that's line. how a, that is how a democrat won a seat exactly in Alabama. i was gonna say
1: that's the whole thing that makes me wonder if it would even matter to the base because they almost voted for that guy
0: yeah but they lost they lost but it was too close for yeah me. but for a democrat to too close is a win in that <laughs> right. in that area yeah he's like exactly. a
4: millennial no less mm-hmm. a millennial yeah connor lamb right yeah and, and I think, too, it's it's also um, in that the people that voted for Roy Moore still after that came out, I was mm-hmm. listening to interviews with them, and their reason for it was Roy Moore's stance on abortion. So oh. if it comes out at all Hello. that he paid for an abortion, right. it comes you lose that. Circle. I do think abortion, any of the hardline Bible and, Belt but issues, But you know what, though? I bet they could
0: pivot and say, well, she should have kept her legs closed. She's the whore. Oh, it's yeah. her fault. She trapped Victim, him.
4: Yeah. Blaming all blah, blah, blah. that stuff. We'll see yeah. how shitty people really are, I guess, if that well, comes out. Well, we
0: have yeah we have and it it could keep going Mm -hmm. but I I do think there's a couple of lines I think that's it yeah for some for some yes Yes, and not for all there still will be people who hang on to him yeah Yeah. just prepare to lose faith in humanity (laughs) I would think
4: too that like if it comes out publicly that he did collude with Russia and there was conspiracy, the that just all the nationalists they would have to not be okay with that. Mm. Or that undermines I don't think they'll
0: believe it. I think that they're already on the narrative that Mueller is corrupt. Yeah, and that's and the enough FBI for them. is corrupt and they were mm-hmm. biased. And
4: yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's but you're right. definitely a possibility, with you, which
1: Jordan. is shitty.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I wish everyone agreed with us. That'd be an interesting world. You would think
0: that no veteran would support or no active duty member would support Trump after what he said about POWs, what he did to the Gold Star family, what he, that he's a five-time draft dodger, mm-hmm. um, that he insulted McCain again, dying John McCain yeah. um, this week, that uh, Mueller is a war hero and he's, he's picked on him. You would think no veterans would support him, but they do.
1: Yeah, I mean, in this country, we're very uh, unique people, everyone. (laughs) is their own little snowflake in good and bad ways. And it sucks, no, but we're a virus. We're all the same.
4: <laughs> we're not special. That's one way
0: to look at we're it, not yeah. We're yeah. it's, it's fine. It's, I mean... It's true. We're, we're special, you guys.
4: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyone can be president. Yeah. <laughs> I once heard a theory that global warming is actually just the Earth inflicting its own fever against all of us. Yeah. But, well, yeah. yeah, there's an it. old George Carlin
0: yeah. theme that, that, that we're a virus, we've invaded the planet, yeah. and if you were the planet, how would you get rid of a virus? Mm-hmm. Well, they seem to be sweating Uh, it out they seem to be susceptible to viruses maybe if we made a virus that made them uh, reluctant to procreate Um, and so AIDS uh, was Um. the way that the earth was healing itself right um
4: I imagine so that's it, an old George Reagan. Carlin bit. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it was totally Reagan.
4: Oh man,
1: that is crazy. I, mean, I love these like uh, scientific conspiracy theories. They're interesting. Yeah,
0: <laughs>
4: yeah. No, it's not. Yeah, it's not it's anything like bits. that. But yeah, yeah. Or uh, what did you say? Fever climate yeah, change. Yeah, More, yes. more like yeah. philosophical and environmental mm-hmm. philosophy You're kind right. of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah Just the, for the notion sure. Of very it, nihilistic. Correcting itself. Yeah, it? it's
0: very cynical and very nihilistic. Yeah,
1: that's hashtag
4: No Lives Matter. Yeah, that's
0: what that is.
1: I think it's yeah, hashtag Tag Earth Matters. Yeah, no.
4: Th- okay. Th- that's like the let famine happen, people. <laughs> yeah, right? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying I want to be here for it. I'm pro-choice, but come on.
0: <laughs> all right. At Big Politics Nerd um, wants to know, who we think Trump will be most surprised to learn has been secretly cooperating all along. <gasps> Barron. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's saying Sessions are banned, you know who I think. Uh, Cohen. Cohen? Nope. Who's the mole, you guys?
1: Oh, oh Priebus. 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 You think yeah. he'd be surprised? I think he'd be he totally surprised. He listens to Mueller She wrote, though. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> you know Trump late at night listens and he just hates himself. No. <laughs>
4: He's drinking
0: his crazy. Diet Coke. No one would let, let him listen to Mueller We haven't wrote. seen any tweets about Mueller She Wrote. So no. He, he can't be listening to it. You know us.
1: he would. Yeah. We're not that
0: cool yet. At uh, Eve is a Pisces wants to know when we're going to be on Pod Save America. Uh, I don't know. Hopefully someday. That yeah. would be my dream come true or love it
4: or leave it. Um, any, Any of it hysteria
0: i know i forgot to ask dan while i was talking to him i should have done that oh well um maybe maybe someday
4: yeah definitely someday that'd be great but I we were in guys. the we were in the just like immense appreciation that he was on our pod phase <laughs> yes. that's where i'm that's, at right now yeah.
0: uh it's just like on that high
4: i can't believe he came. that's so cool that he
0: came on and that he and that he you know uh, says that it's podcast like pod save america love it or leave it muller she wrote that are gonna be um huge that made my heart uh, melt in yeah. 2020 i know i'm so excited it's so nice that they're just that's a great podcast and, and all those guys are super great dudes so check them out if you haven't listened to pod save america pod save the world love it or leave it <clears throat> they're all really great they're all former uh, former obama advisors love it was his joke writer for the um correspondence dinners it's amazing it's so funny uh jessica lee harper says "Quote In regards to the scope of Mueller's investigation, what legal charges is Trump facing at this point, assuming he's indicted? I don't think he's going to be indicted. Um, I think he'll be subpoenaed, and I think he'll lose, and then I think a report will be written up. But um, I'm not sure he'll be indicted until after he leaves, but he could be facing... Um, crimes of collusion mm-hmm. um, he could be facing conspiracy bank fraud tax fraud uh, lying everything um, Paul had direction. right everything Manafort is, is facing mm-hmm. uh, whatever crimes of collusion looks like it's what the DOJ called it so yeah, I'm just yeah. going with their language uh, and then probably um, uh, assault I think there's gonna be proof Assaults on American values. Or, <laughs> <laughs> Assault on underage women.
1: Oh, geez, that would be the one to really shock. I think it would shake the world. It wouldn't shock the world, but it would like, even in the people that wouldn't, that would still support him, it it would truly show their colors in a way that like, I, if people are this like weird now about Trump supporters, I wonder how much worse it can get. Like how uglier people can seem you mm-hmm. know like the things they can put well, the up the longer they and,
0: support trump the uglier they get
1: yeah and how we put up with that like at what point because it's already getting really tense we're not letting people right. eat
0: <laughs> you know we're like
1: yeah shooing them out of restaurants this is kind of like the boycott era but that's okay it is okay F- i'm for people. it but yeah. i'm just wondering like i i'm i don't want to be a pessimist and assume that you know we're joking about civil war but like yeah would it be political there's not enough of them there's not enough of them to mm-hmm. win and then also i don't think we're violent of a political body. Like you mentioned, you joked in the live show, a civility war. Yeah. It'll be like a real big shout, shouting match.
0: <laughs> no, we, and, and I think that that's one of the things that, uh, and I, I know that uh, Dworkin, Scott Dworkin was talking about how, when that woman, uh, the teacher went up to uh, Pruitt in the restaurant with her kid on her hip and said, so, "Look, um, uh, this is what I think. And my kid likes clean air. And my kid li- kid likes clean water. And I think you should resign immediately. It's disgraceful what you're doing. Um, you're supposed to be protecting the environment. That's why it's called the Environmental Protection Agency." She was very professional, very polite. Yeah. And um and that and then that's it. And that's that's how we do things, mm-hmm. right? And I heard I loved what uh, Okumo said after she climbed the Statue of Liberty. She said, "Michelle Obama said, if we go, they go low, we go high. Well, mm-hmm. I went as high as I could go." That's I thought that was a really great incredible. line. Incredible,
1: yeah. This is this kind of stuff that I'm down with. If, if you want to call it a war, a war on values, like yeah, this is the kind of like peaceful protest. Peaceful protest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she was
0: Congolese. She's mm-hmm. she, she. You know, she was pro, uh, from a, the area uh, close to some of the countries that Trump called shithole countries. Yeah. So it's you know, a movement. It is. Yeah. And I think yeah. and I think that this peaceful. Uh, like Obama said, uh, Dan Pfeiffer had uh, said, this wave of young people is going to wash this country clean mm-hmm. and we're going to move forward into this right. great new era. Yeah.
1: I don't think guns will win. I think people say sometimes like, oh, but we don't know how to shoot and all that or whatever. Um, I got a twenty two. Right. Some of us can shoot. <laughs> but you know how. Like-
0: and and in, the, in the apocalypse, the twenty two is going to be the most available uh, <laughs> ammunition along with 9mm. So make sure you don't have a forty caliber. I millimeter. have faith it won't come to that. But I guess I don't it know. It won't come to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) at soulstealer25 asked if we think Mueller is waiting for the perfect time to indict Trump and how much longer we think the investigation will continue I do not think he's going to indict Trump Uh, I I think that uh, he'll ask maybe and get get the no and then write up a full report to the gang of eight so we can have all the information that's how I truly think it's going to go down Uh, he might also make uh, impeachment recommendations via report to Congress that might not be made public um, based on some other evidence he has how long do I think the investigation will continue well if we flip the Congress Uh, in November we're going to reopen the Russia investigation starting in January So, uh, at least another two years and then everything that's been this investigation, the scope of this investigation the depth of it is so much bigger than Watergate just reflecting on it once it's done (laughs) that it's going to take years to parse out Mm -hmm. what happened, Uh, we're going to be getting information coming out uh, as time goes on I don't know that I see an end to this anytime, within the next five years. No, and
1: the influence is it's going to have on day
0: to day, you know,
1: politics in the future. It's going to be things worth covering.
0: Yeah, the yeah the, uh, the residual influence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I'm decided on the indictment,
1: <clears throat> on, the on, indictment on whether thing. or not he will be. Yeah. Well, you can't indict a president, right? Or you can if he choose to. But Mueller, his style is not. You can. Right. But he likely would just write the report, is what you're thinking, right? Well,
0: I think he'll ask for the indictment, because so, he knows he'll get a no, and that would trigger oh, yes. a report to Congress. Right, right. That's what so, I think is going to Okay, happen.
1: but ideally he would want to. Just to get it over with, just to get the...
0: to indict him. Yeah, no, I, there's oh. a DOJ policy that says you sh- you can't indict a sitting president. And okay, Mueller is a straight arrow, so it's just a move. Just a, yeah, um, he's he can um, you can indict a sitting president if the Attorney General, uh, which is who is recused right now, so mm-hmm. the Deputy Attorney General says go ahead and indict him. Right, I'm I'm in charge of these policies at the Department of Defense. I can ch- or Department of Justice. I can change this if mm-hmm. I want to. I'm the fucking man. I'm yeah. the boss. Yeah, and we all know he's not afraid to to be the boss. Exactly. Um, so. He he can overturn that and let and let Mueller indict the president. He mm-hmm. can do that. Mm-hmm. But I think it'll probably be more of a ask for indictment, no trigger report to Congress yes. because there's no other mechanism for a report to Congress like that. Right. He would right. be forced to do it if he was told no.
4: What do you think, Jordan? Yeah, I mean, I think that sounds more likely and more in line with Mueller's behavior and like you said, <coughs> him and Rosenstein's dedication to the laws and precedents. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but part of me just kind of hopes. Yeah, they we're also thinking, have for a sure. very
0: they also have a very no one's above the law. Uh, point of view on life too so
1: mm-hmm. yeah.
0: uh, who, who knows
1: maybe the urgency will make a difference but depending on what Trump does between
4: now and then yeah also we'll see if Mueller has a temper of any kind <laughs> I don't I think,
0: think so, so. I yeah, wish yeah, right? That's just think once so. lose your I temper think he's exactly. a seething cauldron of bubbling desire beneath the surface uh, which I think is how uh, Freud described the id <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah but yeah uh, we'll see we'll see what we'll see what happens I think he's just probably one of the most even keeled doesn't get angry doesn't get upset yeah. Isn't biased at all, people. You know, He's human, though. <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, at Schmanuel wanted to know how we celebrated the news that Manafort spends 23 hours a day in solitary confinement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kept scrolling. I was like, mm, good, um, good. <laughs> here's how I celebrate. Every time Trump tweets something ridiculous, I just say, your former campaign manager's in solitary confinement. I just reply to all of his tweets. Because the that. context is bizarre. It really is crazy to think that our current president's
1: former <laughs> chairman, like, is currently in solitary Mm -hmm. confinement like he the term is still happening it's i
0: encourage you all to just find go on to donald trump's tweets and just just let him know just remind him yeah yeah. never let him forget for a moment your campaign yeah your campaign um uh manager is uh, in solitary confinement just that should be a response to every tweet go do it can you i mean we can play the game could you imagine if obama did
1: this with like so many things but
0: this one (laughs) there's so many yeah you're right Uh, El Marina Barbu asks if Mueller proves there was no or excuse me if Mueller proves there was collusion with the campaign including Agent Orange what does that mean for the presidency I'm not sure if you mean the office of the presidency or the guy who's occupying it it's really bad for him Um, if proof comes out which I'm sure it will that there was collusion and that he knew about it I, I Cohen knows that he knew about the Trump Tower meeting and that's proof enough right there. And uh, uh, but the pre- the office of the presidency itself, I think, has been damaged um, pretty significantly, and it's going to take a series of, of great presidents to to fix that and and restore it to its former. Glory and the respect it deserves and, and and things like that. Yeah, we have to prove this this is a fluke
1: <laughs> to the rest of the world that it won't happen again for at least a long time and I can't even promise that to myself.
0: I can't wait to see what London does uh when, with Brexit with his no, with his uh, he's visiting there and they're oh. gonna be floating a forty foot yeah. Trump baby balloon right. <laughs> over Parliament for his visit. I and thought it was already happening. There's gonna that's be just the promotion. There's gonna be anti Trump marches. It's going to be Whoa. great. I'm excited to hey, see. Yeah, Muller She Wrote fans, take pictures out there. Yeah, definitely. And and hit us up at Muller She Wrote on Twitter. I want to see that. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, a special thanks to our patrons this week. You make this show possible. And thanks to everyone who came out to our live show July 3rd. You guys are truly amazing. Um, join us next week our guests will be one of my comedic heroes uh, Greg Proops and the liberal redneck Trey, Car- Trey Crowder is going to join us so, so I'm cool. super nice. excited about that you guys I've been AG I've been Jalisa Johnson I've been Jordan Coburn and this is Muller She Wrote Muller She Wrote is produced and engineered by AG with editing and logo design by Jaleesa Johnson market consulting by amanda reader at unicorn creative our digital media director and subscriber managers are jordan coburn and sarah Hirschberger valencia our partners are fastgrass.org and joysteaspoon.com. fact checking and research by ag with support from jaleesa johnson and jordan coburn muller she wrote staff includes ag jaleesa johnson jordan coburn sarah Hirschberger valencia jesse egan and sarah lee steiner Our web design and branding are by Joelle Reeder with Moxie Design Studios, and our website is moxiewrote.com. MSW Media.